Welcome everybody, this is Johnny with Exist Magazine, Unexpected Midwest Culture and Lifestyle. On this episode, episode 10, I sat down with the musical group Kamikazmanat, who is Greg Davis, Dan Turnbaugh, and Dan Ficacelli. They have just put out their second album, titled Pyramid Scheme, which you can find on Bandcamp. Stay tuned after the show to listen to the title track off of the album. We're here with the Kamikazmanat in Dan Turnbaugh's basement. That's right. And Dan Turnbaugh has been uh, kind enough to host us tonight and letting us use his equipment as we uh, as we talk tonight and this evening. And I appreciate that. Thank you guys for hosting us. Uh, in the room tonight we have, like I said, mentioned Dan Turnbaugh. We have Greg Davis. Say hi, Greg. Hey, what's up? Dan, uh, g- g- we have uh, the our little uh, four-legged <laughs> four-legged friend. This guy's name is uh, Dorian. Dorian. Chill out, cat. That cat is so not chill right now. <laughs> just, like the opposite of chill. He is grabbing headphones and jacks. He's got quite a bit of dexterity. Jacks. Oh my god! He's just not <laughs> <laughs> stop. Oh my god, dude! For Dorian, real. be cool, Dorian. okay? Dorian is not. He's not chill at all. He's going after it. That thing's got lights on it and cables. Of course he's going to go after it. With this being said, adopt cats, okay? Heartland <laughs> Rescue. Spay and neuter There's one named Dorian that's going up for adoption soon. That's right. Should we shut the door or you say we wanted to keep it open because he's going to be... He'll scratch a little bit. He'll scratch the whole thing. We also have Lyric here. She's from Stray Rescue St. Louis. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So... How did uh, tell uh, before we get into that story? <laughs> over here, also pet and lyric is Dan Ficcelli, who is also one of the comma cosmonauts. There, did it again. A comma cosmonaut. Yeah, I like it. It's hard to not put plurals on things that you put like verbally when you say it. It kind of needs okay. it. I thought that was hard to say. I thought that was pretty cool though. One of the comma cosmonauts. We're One of the cosmic. <laughs> One of the cosmic cosmos. Cosmic cosmos. Cosmos. It's always good when it's really hard to remember your name. No, I'm just, I'm just like, no, I'm, I'm, ter- I'm terrible. I have a, a, a bit of a hard time saying words sometimes, and uh, to just to prove that, like the current exhibition at the museum right now, I have a really hard time saying Rachel White Reed. It is. That's a hard one. That is a hard one either way. It's not yeah. your fault. Without way trying to weigh the W's of that run together, and I don't know, I don't know what does that. What's the what's the science behind the word the ch- the challenging uh, consonants and vowels that that run together there? But regardless, the comma cosmonaut. Your brain's outwitting itself. Right. Comma cosmonaut. Comma cosmonaut. Comma cosmonaut. Hell yeah. You just gotta say it a few times to get it like really, let it set in. When we explain the two words that they are that that word is made up, it makes a lot more sense. So if you think about a kamikaze, mm-hmm. you know, a suicide, suicide bomber in a plane. Yep. And a cosmonaut. So what Kami- is? 
What is it? A cosmonaut. A cosmonaut is an astronaut. Like it is an astronaut. Uh, it's like what they what they call them in Russia. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So why do you take? Why do you? Why do you pull from from a uh, a Russian word? I think it's more just a play on words, like it just yeah. yeah, the way that it sounds and the way that you know the consonants and everything kind of kind of makes you together. it makes you think about the word uh, cosmic. Cosmos. Plus, you imagine like some cosmonaut like crashing into a planet on purpose, or yeah. onto a moon on purpose. And we haven't even mentioned like who you guys are yet. What you guys are is a uh, uh, a musical identity. Entity. Yeah, entity, identity with I an mean, identity. Well, the the three of us, along with a couple other guys. Um, who are the other two that we're missing? So there's Chris Gassel. Uh, played drums on on the last album and this album. Uh, then there's, I guess you could say there's been a rotating group that has come in and out. Um, but for the most part, it's been the four of us, and then down to the three of us. Um, and the last album, War Tones. Yes. Yeah. So. That one was the four of us, and then in the interim, we did some writing uh, with Alex Barden, bass player, um, and, you know, uh, life moves in different directions for everybody, but the, the core members of, of Comic Cosmonaut have always been the three of us, no matter what, um, and we brought in people where we either needed or wanted them um, for various things and like you when you whistled yeah absolutely <laughs> absolutely we had Johnny whistling on, on that, that actually, track from the first album more Fox track yeah. go check it out go check out my whistling skills and that actually is exactly like it's pretty pinpoint on what we really want um, the the spirit behind the music to be it's like as soon as we hear something that's interesting we want to document it and put it down whether that's something that one of the three of us made or something that somebody heard while they were listening to a demo or like you, you were hanging out and you whistled and I was like, do that into a microphone, bro. So like the, the whole spirit behind Kama Cosmonaut when we started was we, we all knew that we liked making music with each other from the, from the first band that we were in and we wanted to start something up again, but we wanted something kind of fresh and, and way more challenging to us particularly. So we went into a genre that we all liked, uh, which would be What'd hip-hop you, what, or rap. Yeah, yeah. Know? Is that um, what you guys put yourselves into, a, like a, a hip-hop genre? Or is it, or is it a, it's a, it, I mean, it is a fusion of, of, it I, is. of it's what's a, happening It's a big here. fusion, and I wouldn't say that we're either of them, but it is obviously influenced by that. And you could ask me that question, and I'll have a different answer than Turnbaugh or, or Greg, you know? Um, but we kind of wanted to get in a direction that was unfamiliar and tame that and, and put our own thing on it, you know? Yeah. Um, and I had a I had a discussion with a student of mine earlier today about this same thing is how people take in music now, as opposed to 
when we were coming up and growing up, it's like you heard something on the radio and you went out and bought an album, or somebody uh, told you about an artist and you went out and bought the album and you listened to that whole CD or whatever. But now it's it's very much it comes at you in singles, mm-hmm. right? Um, so you the whole idea of genres is kind of fading, I feel. So yeah, to put yourself in a box, yeah, yeah, to define and, yourself and, as, you know, as the, what it li- to limit question. your creativity in that in that aspect. Like, Absolutely, to and market yourself to people to... that only listen to this type of music, type of thing. Absolutely, it's not like that anymore. And and you know, if you've ever anybody who's been in any band or anything has always gotten the question, "What do you sound like?" Yeah, and it's uh, as a musician you almost take that offensively. Like, you don't mean to, but internally, you almost take it offensively because you're like, well, listen to it. It's that's, a, that's what I sound like. You yeah. Listen to the music I made, and that's what it sounds like. If then you want to put it into some sort of genre for yourself, great. So what are you, some of your guys' influences? Where do you guys really draw from when, you, when, it's, when it's time to, to make the, the, the cues in, in creative writing musically? Where do you uh, musically? Um, what, what comes out of your bowels? I think uh, we're all influenced by you know rock and roll, classic rock, punk rock, heavy metal. Um, the one thing that we tried to change up in our trajectory, and this is speaking like years back, because we all played music in a rock band, we all played in metal bands hardcore bands um i i've had a love affair with hip-hop and i kind of um threw it in their faces and i think we've always just tried to make music that we enjoy so the more that we started to digest hip-hop the more we infused it into our sound so i don't know some of the some of my greatest uh influences or like bands like Pink Floyd and Gentle Giant and uh, you know it comes full circle with bands like Slayer and Converge and just um, you know other random punk bands like Q and Not You Um, but then I think my love affair with hip hop started with uh, the Rhyme Sayers Entertainment, like all the all the people from that record label, so guys like Atmosphere and Aesop Rock and Evidence and just kind of like uh, some backpack rappers. Definitely more into lyrical content than just like a uh, hook. Just yeah, more than a hook. Yeah. Stuff that so. Lyrically, it meant something more than than that. Yeah, definitely. And, and of course, a hip hop beat on top of lyrics is is something that is in its own right. That's where these, experience. That's where these guys kick ass. Yeah, because Greg plays the role as lyrical. I I just maestro. Write, I write. I'm the MC. Yeah, the MC. <laughs> My and controller. Dan Turnbaugh. Plays guitar. I make beats. And makes beats. That's right. Definitely. I I'd think... say Turnbaugh is like the glue between 
myself and, and Greg, because he spans both sides when you talk about uh, musicality, playing instruments, you know, um, and also uh, the, vo the whole vocal side of it, which is something that for me, I, I don't really partake in too much, but uh, obviously Turnball's got his his own um, his his own production style production style and his own voice mm. that is very strong on its own mm -hmm. and it, it kind of it kind of goes between the two of us and and covers the 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 gap that might be there and he really is like a driving force behind everything as far as uh, like production wise. You know how they always say there's a fifth beetle. That that's him. Like not only does he create it, but he also hears it better than the the rest of everybody. Well, in my opinion, better than the He's rest lying. of everybody else. He he hears it and just knows what needs to happen next. So he's very much, uh, you've got you know, that, the producer side of it. You've got that ear, that but, can that can tell. And yeah. and when you and how long have you, have you guys known each other? Mm. Shit, fourth I, grade. The first time I met Fecko was fourth grade. We all got together at his neighbor's house and played guitar. And I was playing violin. So <laughs> he yeah he didn't play guitar yet, and I brought I brought my guitar over my little J C Penney's catalog Sensonics guitar with my Crate fifteen watt amp. Yeah. He started he had, jamming. He had his violin. Violin? <clears throat> we had a friend come over that brought his drum set, and it was like a little like kid drum set, you know? Yeah. And he had a snare drum, that like the snare was so loose. And he was like, I can play Wipeout with one hand. <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah, you can. And he's like... <laughs> it's like, dude, you're not playing Wipeout. But like the snares were so loose that it sounded like 16th notes. Yeah. <laughs> it was just shaking so fast. It was oh my god, that's but, hilarious. But the cool thing about that moment is like that feeling never left us. Like we still yeah, get it's, that feeling. That raw, like it's it's cool and nobody else can tell us otherwise kind of feeling. You yeah. Know? And and like he was like Greg was saying earlier, like that's what we're always chasing when we're making music is to enjoy it, you know. Yeah. Man. yeah. We get a lot of in the moment creation um and you know we were in a band um unfortunately it was it was before the time of the ease of creating and recording things are much easier to record now but also we're adults and you know we've kind of practiced and gotten a lot better and so we can record at ease because we've worked really hard to obtain those skills. Mm -hmm. However, we don't have much to show for what we used to create. And so, when we started Comic Cosmonaut, I, I do remember uh, one of the main objectives being like, let's do it to record so that we have evidence of what we create. You always hit record. Well, you so, guys, and you, that's the point of music, man, documenting it. And so, we can find all your music right now on Bandcamp, right? Is there any other platforms where they can anybody can find your stuff? Yes. There will be. Yeah, we're yeah. working on putting it up on all the main ones, Spotify and iTunes and YouTube and all that. Yeah. Um, that that we're doing in conjunction with the release of the newest album. And the newest album is called Pyramid Schemes. P 
pyramid schemes. Mm-hmm. What's uh, the? Is there a? Uh, how do you guys do create your albums? Like the last one was called War Tones, right? Mm-hmm. And is there any sort of like uh, conceptual ideas behind your albums, or do you guys create the songs as you go? Is there a connection? I, I personally think that it goes off of just a gut feeling of like what sounds the best for either like have a title track in the name of the album. I don't know. It just kind of felt natural that Pyramid Schemes. That was actually the first song I think that we created, and one of one of the first songs for this album. Mm-hmm. So, it really just depends. We've been, we've been creating uh, the concept pyramid schemes for a long time. Sure. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of one of those like monikers that we've been trying to make meaning for. And, uh, you know, it took a while, but I think we definitely arrived at this like cool concept where it just, it means a bunch of different things. So, you know, you'll probably understand it a lot more after you listen to the album, uh, especially the title track. And so, yeah, we're we're connecting a lot of different ideas all wrapped up in this kind of uh, nicely little wrapped five song album. And you do the uh, artwork as well for the uh, the covers. I have, yes. Um, if you're a, a cover connoisseur, I definitely recommend go checking out this this band's artwork because Greg's an amazing designer and did some pretty amazing work on this. And the uh, the pyramid scheme like is so clean. And thanks, man. It's smoking out the pyramids is what it reminds me of. To me, that's always that's always been a part of like the creation. When we make songs, I envision the the visual too. And yeah. So they like they definitely coexist, and they they are birthed together. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And getting back to like the theme of an album. Um, the funny thing is we've got another album and probably another 20, 30 other songs that are either in the works or uh, or close to finish or whatever. But like when we got on, when we kind of recognized that we were, we were hitting a stride with that theme of Pyramid Schemes, um, we chose the songs that we were going to really put on that on this album for that reason so to uh, earlier you asked you know do you create it first and then decide or do you decide and then create in that and uh it's both because like he said he he uh sorry like greg said um he has very clear visions um uh, not only not only for the visual aspect but also the lyrical content mm-hmm. of he'll come in before we've even written a particular beat or music to um, his lyrics and he'll come in with lyrics and say okay well this is my concept and then Dan and I are all on races top of that. On, on that or we've just got a bank of beats and songs that we've 
made through years and years of just writing. Yeah, you know? we know letting we the list, let it, letting the listener interpret interpret what what they want to hear. Yeah, and absolutely. and being able to as, this is a a musical uh, creative outlet for you guys to yeah. to put out your your talent and experience and and creative influence into these albums, which is amazing. Greg is Greg is kind of tease me along as as you guys have been building this and and i've been able to listen to a lot of it as it's been coming out so it's it's fun to see it come together and yeah. into in this into this final but this is like uh we mentioned this is your second album mm-hmm. and uh the the first one uh war tones was released in 2016 right yep 2019 so you had a couple years mm-hmm. and this is a, a work in, in uh, what do you guys plan on doing uh, after for the next project? What's uh, what's on the in the in the future? Well, I for... feel like we've kind of snowballed because the first album we we produced it, released it, and we ended up getting Alex Barden to help us write further on different on different stuff, but also help us perform it live. And we got into this whole production, live production aspect of the band for months, and it just never really clicked and vibed. So it kind of just fell apart. But we always kept writing and and stuff, and it snowballed into this thing where he writes. Uh, there we go. Fico writes beats. I write beats, and then Greg writes lyrics. He even writes his like, for example, on this EP coming out. There's a song called "Live As If You've Died Twice." And Greg and me, me and Greg were at his apartment like two years, how many years ago? Five, six? It's a while ago. <laughs> anyway, we were at his apartment and he was playing this riff and I started beatboxing behind it and it was just really sweet. So we recorded it and then listened back and we, we listened back and it was like, man, I could imagine this. And so we played his phone and recorded on my phone. And so it was like we were overdubbing with phone recordings. <laughs> <laughs> and we like kind of built off of that and we recorded it over and over and over again like just the building. old tape decks yeah <laughs> like tape decks man we just kept building on it but um no we've, I think we've kind of gotten in this routine of like writing beats being inspired by it he keeps writing lyrics he comes over every Monday if Ficko's working on Blastar stuff you know Greg will come over and I'll have my looper upstairs and we'll just create a beat and then he'll be like dude I have these lyrics on my phone and scroll to them and we'll just create right there just it's the best. Just yeah, because Common Cosmonaut isn't the only project you guys have your hands in right now. You guys right. also do, you guys wear multiple hats and do multiple things. Yes. So, Dan, I, I've known and have mentioned you guys in uh, Exist before, was uh, Music Embryo. Yeah. And that is also kind kind of this sort of thing. It's a, it's a, it's a combination of, of these two worlds of Music Embryo and, yeah. and the, the hip-hop you know, aspect of, of this music interpretation. We, we, all of our projects have been interwoven and connected since, since the beginning, the beginning of, uh, like, high school. Yeah. In fact, Kama Cosmonaut, the name, was on Music Embryo's album. That's where it appeared first. Well, Greg, Greg rapped on a song that I had written, mm-hmm. uh, which had uh, Jerry Mazuka from The Gorge and group think and everything and had my brother from you know tons of different St. Louis projects and then had Greg on there we had a saxophone player on there oh man it was 
Aaron Gerardo was the sax player on that, but that was kind of the, he was already, they actually were creating rap before I came into the group. Yeah, but I'm just saying that was the first uh, release thing that, that yeah. came out with the name Kamikaze, not only, yeah. and, and he's right, like, Greg and I had started working together while I was going to Webster, and I had, um, I had this tune I wrote, um, actually for an assignment at, at Webster, and it was, it was really cool chord changes, and I, I really dug it, and I, I knew that, I knew that the, the concept that I had musically behind it, um, Greg would really identify with, and as soon as he heard it, he just started bubbling up ideas of what he might do over it, you know. Um, we had we had another track we worked on before, and we won't talk about that. That one was <laughs> that was our dive into hip hop, and it wasn't a great one. Yeah, we had to we had to get the <laughs> but, the bad project out of the way. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we oh. definitely had a bad project that we never shared. Really, it's absolutely garbage. <laughs> but uh, Hot. it was a learning process. Sure, and, I mean, it yeah. is what it is. But you know, we, what did it sound like? Man, in the uh, beginning, rap was so hard. Like you guys don't even understand. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, it's, <laughs> oh, it's I I can't speak for these guys, but really I'm the first to admit, like I got into the rap and hip hop game not knowing anything about it except for what I liked to hear. I didn't know how to make it. I didn't know how to uh, get to an end goal. And then you know all these artists that I respected. You know, the respect goes even higher once you start doing it. You're like, holy shit, this stuff is, <laughs> this stuff is deep. Like, yeah. it, it's a treasure trove, but you got to really work at it and really know your shit. Even the simplest stuff, um, I got, I got mad respect for people who are doing it because it's not as easy as it ends up sounding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, know? absolutely. You got to invest your brain and your heart. Mm-hmm. if you want it to sound good yeah and i think you know this is a, a really good example of just like how perfect like you guys can put these two sounds together mm-hmm. and uh we really took time with these these next five songs yeah but really dude, our and next project and, tell, though, and, it, and you, you guys can hear it on on both like the the quality of, pr- of production on these albums is is top notch for sure and you guys uh, produce these all in-house, right? Yeah. Dan Ficcicelli? Well, myself and, uh, like I said before, uh, Turnbaugh is, he's, he's the one uh, producing everything. Because it's, it's hard to keep that perspective, and he's really good at it. You know, when you're the, when you're the one involved in creating it, it's hard to keep a perspective of somebody who didn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? As yeah. the listener. Yeah. Uh, because you're the one who created it. And that's... And Turnbaugh's great at, at keeping that perspective and really going, oh, well, you know, that that's cool. Let's get rid of that. Let's move this section over here and, and all that. Um, not to say that all of us don't. Like, I don't want to downplay uh, the fact that all of us do everything, no. really. I mean, like Turnbaugh was saying earlier... He play, uh, Greg plays, you know, Greg will pick up a guitar and that might be the riff for the next tune, you yeah. know, and sometimes, sometimes I'll pick up a drum set, I don't, I own drums, you I'm guys a are, drummer, yeah. you know, but, talented in more than just one, sometimes one thing, sometimes somebody comes in you guys are a jack of all trades, on the record, you know, um, 
and that that really is what it, what we're trying to be about. Yeah. Is, you know, if it feels good and it sounds good, we we keep going with that. And I and I like I love to to hear you guys in the in the headphones. You know, when I when I turn on the album and listen to it, it sounds so good in the headphones. Are you guys? Ever, I haven't heard headphones yet. Do you just you just listen to it on the on the on the tap on your speakers here? Well, these speakers don't work yet. I need an interface first. But, uh, <laughs> I have an interface. But so it's what have you? What do you li- what do you listen to it on when you're? I have a Bose system. Okay. So I just play it through my Bose for now. Yeah, this new album we did it. Um, well, and the last album we all we did it all at my place. Okay. Um, yeah, his. He's got the setup in his place. So you're here. You're you're recording in here in the back and and never in in headphones. Oh, I I I do the mixing and the okay. mastering. With, um, okay. Okay. Yeah. So so you're you're here. But, but so what about what about playing live? Are you guys ever going to venture in into it? Because I mean, traditionally, like a St. Louis band, like they're they're live. You're playing shows. You're traveling. You're doing tours. Now this whole music has gone to. A different direction where it's it's all about the interface and the user experience and and downloads and and being able to have access to it anywhere. So you guys are releasing these things digitally, but are you have you like do you think we're really you'll ever play live? We're really focused on the recording aspect of things yeah. and just like the creating. But with that said, we are trying to create songs that can be played live um so for the most part everything that we've written up until this point has been pretty intense musically pretty intense vocally and uh the performance side of things is it's really difficult to reach that perfectionist level so what we're doing is we're trying to create uh, new material to where we we can go and uh, kind of create it in an atmosphere. So, yeah, uh, it, pretty much up to this point, everything that we've created is really difficult to perform. <laughs> well, and I, I also, to ex- expand on that, I, I think uh, Dan and myself play live so much that it is a little in strange bands, that yeah. we don't that we don't play this stuff live but I think at least for myself I view these more almost as paintings you know Hmm. Um, when a painting is finished it's there you know you put it up for display for somebody to see and it stays exactly that way Mm -hmm. and that's a different thing than a live performance a live performance is very much about um, the nuance and the and the the differences of from it compared to the live, mm-hmm. the recorded material, you know. Yeah. Um, and we we've talked about it before. Like he was saying, for a few months we actually tried putting together a, a live band to go out and play this stuff. And it was like rubbing your stomach and patting your head, dude. It was just like easy. It's yeah. <laughs> well, well there's so many <laughs> instruments. I don't think so I don't think guys. it could have not been I don't I don't think any of it was like insurmountable. We totally could have could have made it happen, but at a certain point we made the conscious decision between all of us that until there was a necessity to play a live show, 
that we weren't going to waste the, the energy on that. Because we would rather wa uh, waste, we would rather spend our energy on creating something beautiful. And if that's in a recording sense and that made more sense, which it does for us, then that... So you guys are really let's creating... Let's focus on that. You guys know? are really creating works of art here. That's, when it, when it yeah, boils absolutely. down to it. Yeah. Documenting that stuff to where if I die tomorrow... People can sit there and dig through and be like, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. Absolutely. Yeah, we definitely have a really nice digital footprint. Mm-hmm. With that said, though, like... If somebody came and asked us to play a show and it, and it was the right situation, we would find a way to make it happen. Yeah, for sure. yeah. But we're just not really focused towards it. Yeah, it's yeah. not, it's not, yeah, a goal that makes it makes a difference in what you what sure. what music you're putting out no we uh make it make, give us a reason yeah. <laughs> give yeah. us a reason to have to play a live show and we'll do it yeah you know yeah there's a nice vibrant hip-hop scene in st louis and i think it would be really great to kind of join that live performance aspect um at the same time um I, I see us more in a casual environment where we kind of are vibing with crowds as, I don't know, background, not like the main spectacle, mm-hmm. you know? Um, this guy right here, he can he can grab a guitar and play for hours and just make it up as he goes, Uh and so somewhere down the line, I would love to cash in on that talent because <laughs> it's really remarkable. You just got to record everywhere you go all the time. But it, it takes a, a great effort and tons of rehearsal uh, for myself to perform any, any of this stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. We're all just adults. And we're busy. We'd rather spend that time just kind of really honing in on what we are good at and as busy adults it's you guys are able to create like this is in itself inspirational for we don't have to say no to it yeah we can still say yes to it yeah you You don't have to put it down timeline 2016 for the last one 2019 that doesn't even matter to us yeah you know um it matters to us what we put out or what we what we create. Not even really yeah, absolutely. What we put out, just what absolutely. We yeah, and and as long as that's being fulfilled, then then you guys feel accomplished. Cool. Yeah, it's yeah. A, yeah, feels good. Dude, I can picture getting my looper, looping a beat beatboxing, having a guitar on me. You have a bass and a guitar by you, and every song that goes by. Plus, we have a keyboard setup that we yeah. switch back and forth on. We could totally come up with a cool set. Yeah, we definitely, like I said earlier, if we definitely can do it. Um, we've we've made the decision to not do it until somebody makes us, or until, and that somebody could be us too. You know, yeah. we could we could say, well, God damn it, we're going out and playing this shit. You know, um, so I mean, oh yeah, it's about where it is, but as long as the the artwork is to what we want it to be. Yeah. What we want it to be. Um, 
then like you said, we'll we'll feel accomplished in in that. Yeah. You know. So I think you guys do a good job. Thanks, dude. Thank you. Like yeah. it's it's takes a to do this. It takes a lot of of work and a lot of time for the music that you guys have have put out from the singles to the full albums. Like you guys make it sound good. It's it's hard to take these two and put them together and make them sound good. Like the 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 hip hop and the and the rock aspects of it is just is done so well in these albums. And this new one is definitely worth listening to start to finish on repeat. Thank you. Thanks. For about ten times, and then then put it on <laughs> shuffle for for like another ten times. And then, then play it. Then pay it flat backwards. Everyone that I've ran into, they're like, "Hey, man, uh, you still you still doing that cool music project? Uh, what, what's it called? Uh, the the Kamikaze Cos- They stutter, and I'm like, "Yeah, Kamikaze Yeah, yeah, we're doing that. Um, getting ready to put out a new album." And I tell them, I was like, "It's by far like the coolest thing that I've ever been a part of." It's definitely my favorite collection of words that I've ever created. Um, and I'm just, I'm really proud of it. Yeah. So, yeah. I can't wait to share it. Yeah, man, we're all really proud of it, for sure. And and there's been, um, you know, we, we talked about the learning process, but there's there's also been just like this new sound that we, we found. And we actually, you know, we, we had literally sat down and talked about it at one point because we at in the beginning stages almost fa- found ourselves a little directionless um because we kind of didn't know what it was we were you super know? experimental very fusion so yeah it's hard to and now we've that. hidden a stride we've hidden we've hit a stride to where we know it when we hear it Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and and that's exciting to me, and I'm sure it's exciting to these guys too. Uh, it's this new sound that we know what it is, and it's a very clear, mm-hmm. it is this or it isn't, you know? Um, and it's it's fun to now have that to to run towards, you know? Yeah. Definitely. Um, <clears throat> I can't wait until y'all hear the next album after this too. I know. Turnball yeah. yeah. went fucking crazy on some beats. Uh, Dude, there's a beat that we created at Alex Barton's house with Alex Barton on drums, me on bass. Yeah, yeah, that uh, one. Fickle on guitar, and then Greg was just reading his phone, you know, like, and it's the coolest, the coolest beat. Yeah, we've got a we've. There's a whole bunch of new stuff that we're going to try to really crank out. Um, our writing process has changed a lot. Uh, we used to just write on Monday nights. And like Forever Monday has been a pretty dedicated night, but um, Dan and I live much closer now, mm-hmm. and we've been connecting way more. And uh, like I said, we just have like a a bank of words and beats and ideas and before we we actually uh, 
curated the five songs for Pyramid Schemes, it was going to be a larger album. And we kind of narrowed it down to five. Because it made sense with the theme, and it made yeah. sense with uh, 2019. Yeah. There's no, there's no reason to put out a 12, 15 song album that isn't as cohesive as the five could have been. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have it's 17 minutes. It's better to just minutes. put out five, and if the, we get another five, or if the next one's ten, or the next one's three, it doesn't matter. Like, if it makes sense, that's how we'll put it out. You know? Our goal is to definitely kind of put out pyramid schemes, and then hopefully, just right around the corner, we'll have another project. Mm-hmm. So, picking up the pace. Snowballing. Snowballing. You guys are going to do this forever, right? Mm-hmm. Forever. Yeah. Until I die. I'm doing it after that, too. After In the afterlife. <laughs> That's why we record, man. Speaking of which, watch that. I know this isn't the place or time, and we're not talking about <laughs> Ricky Gervais just put out a series called Afterlife. Okay. Watch it. Check it out. It's fucking incredible. All right. You're getting paid for that. Yeah, I'm going to need my uh, Ricky Gervais money. <laughs> yeah. You guys see an idiot abroad? <laughs> a little bit. I haven't I seen that. Didn't see all of it. Mm-mm. Ricky Gervais. He also did one called Extras. It's really funny too. So the next album is called Ricky Gervais. <laughs> <laughs> the ins and outs. <laughs> the real Michael Scott. Right. <laughs> Not that American one. <laughs> right. Spark it. So yeah, there's a whole bunch of other cool things coming up too. Um, Dan is in a band called Blastar. Yeah, tell me about uh, Blastar, Dan. They're like the coolest thing ever. Uh, We're finishing up uh, the second Blastar album. And it's all... It's all inspired from progressive rock music from like the 70s. uh, 70s and 80s. But it's all brand new. Now, I say that, but the feedback is always, man, it sounds, it doesn't sound like 70s and 80s, you know? It's like future. Uh, yeah, it sounds very modern, and it is, but it's inspired from that point. But anyway, so um, I'm finishing up that right now, and these guys are being kind enough to have let me take a, a whole month off of Kamikaze uh to try and finish this album up, but... Um, it, it's one of the best things I've ever been a part of as well. And I I feel so fortunate that I get to say that about all of my current projects. You know? And I know you can't see the smile on my face through the microphone, but it's there. Um, all of the things that I'm involved in currently are the best that I've ever done. And I want it to always be that way, you know? But, yeah, it, it should be out uh, within... A month or two. Um, finishing up mastering right now. It's, uh, it's five songs, but a little different because our five songs on Blast are span 45 minutes of material. But um, yeah, check it out. It, it's going to be really rad. No vocals on the, well, there's some oohs and ahs, but no lyrics. So complete left turn from what Kamikazmanot is, yeah. you know? Um, it's total instrumentals. Yeah, total instrumentals. Um, it's an ode to seventies Prague. Yeah. 
It, it is, and also very heavily influenced by video game music. Uh, I'm talking like older system kind of video, like the stuff we grew up playing. Eight you bit. Know? Yeah. Uh, and just like Contra. very melodically some based. Battle Toads. Am I going to hear some Battle Toads rips in there? They have an amazing <laughs> keyboard player uh, Kyle named Work. Kyle Work, and he's just he's a entity within himself. Yeah. Is he, uh, he's got long hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's he played, plays, he's played, he plays with Thorax. And he's played with Music Embryo before, too, yep. right? Yes, yeah, has, yeah, yeah. He's a worker bee. So has uh, Shane Kanamanwai, uh played with Music Embryo, and he's the drummer, drummer. for Glassar. Yeah. And then the last piece of that puzzle is uh, Brett Pierce. Happy birthday. It's his birthday today. Hey. Happy, birthday, Happy birthday, Brett. Um, what is today? He plays guitar. March, March 19th. Uh, 18th. 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 Today is March 18th, 2019. <laughs> we're here with <laughs> we're here with Comic Cosmonaut. But yeah, that I'm I'm really really excited about that. That Blast R album is uh, the culmination of a very long writing process, and we went total studio on it. There we're four guys, but it's gonna sound like a million. You know, it's gonna be good. It's going to be good. It is good. But, you know, that's another testament to what makes up Kava Cosmonaut. Because I play in that band. I play in Old Souls Revival, which is more of a... uh, You just have music, like, oozing out of your pores, don't you? Sure, but all three of us do. Yeah. Uh, Turnbaugh, he's done every type of music you can think, you know? Literally everything. I, I can't think of something he hasn't played for me or or with me, you know? Um, I haven't played Brazilian music. Uh, you, I doubt I, that. I heard you get I, into it, whether you knew it or not. Yes. <laughs> it, it, he's listened to everything so much that uh, it, it just comes out. And he has this enormous toolbox to draw from. You know, mm-hmm. and it's it's a secret weapon for sure. <laughs> All I do is sit back and play some shit. You know, he plays the weirdest stuff that you'd never think of, which is like that's like <laughs> the fingerprint aspect. You know, what I'm saying yeah, very original. Make, yeah, 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 definitely. And he is Ficko. He is me. He is me. I wish I had that ability to sit down and focus and actually possess the skills to know what I'm doing on guitars and keyboards. I just... I feel that way about art as well. I think what's so cool about it is that, you know, I said earlier, sometimes he'll sit down and play a riff on guitar or... and and that might be the tune. And maybe he's not the guy on the recording. I'm all heart, no brain. But, but he's selling himself short. (laughs) Uh, and and really, the artistic drive between the three of us is what is locked in in Comic Cosmonaut. Yeah. That artistic drive to make it happen, whether or not you know how to play guitar or not, it still happens because it just has to. You know, we we all three of us have that mentality that the art has to why, happen. Why is music? We'll figure it out. Why is music important to you? It's. It's what life is. 
Yeah, and, music. and I mean that on the broadest and most significant uh, circumstances. Like all of no, this is me getting out there, but the universe is musical, you know, and to be a part of it and and know that you're playing in that song. God, that's. I'm sorry, I sound like a hippie. <laughs> it, it's true that's how I feel uh, about it uh, please tell me how you feel about it Turnbull oh uh, yeah I feel like music is definitely the expression of the soul it is very deep and colorful and it's definitely my favorite thing to do for sure that's all I can say yeah, I just, uh, I have this, like, hunger to digest new music. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. Creating is, like, a must in my life. And the amount of music that I care for, I just, I feel like it's a duty to create music as well as a creator yeah I'll, I'll create art and design and visual things but with that skill set I feel like I have to create music cause I don't know it's just like it's a responsibility that some creators have to take on yeah I don't know like I said feel like it's a responsibility. <laughs> mm -hmm. And, you know, whenever you are in a band, you definitely just have a responsibility to the people that you decide to be in a band with. And that is to show up and create as well. So, yeah, we just, like, push each other. Yeah. And just using your God-given talents. Well, and there's, there's a lot of work that goes into... It's more like a... A God-given spark, you know. To create, Every yeah. single one of us has put in so many hours of work to make our craft come across in in the way that it, like you're saying, that it must. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so that that spark, I feel, is is there for everybody, and we as musicians also had the duty to the music so we honed in that craft you know yeah it's another pretty unique thing you guys have is how long you guys have all known each other and been able to work this long together it's almost like it was nobody got killed we didn't murder each other yet <laughs> someone would be sad for that you know <laughs> there, like there was a time there was a time where uh, we were all like, man, fuck this. And we, we stopped a band. We yeah. quit a band. Something ended. Uh, I don't... Because we were too truly, passionate. Yeah, I truly don't remember all the things that happened, but... It was, it was a cool moment, albeit we were uh, still teens, some of us. And, but it was a cool moment because every one of us was a, a leader at that point in our life to ourselves. Yeah, so we d we all decided, no, I can do it better, yeah, that's which was a, a, actually a cool situation 
looking back on it. Not at the time. It was a bummer at the time, real hard. First person that left <laughs> and the key member of the band that left, he was a perfectionist. But it's hard to perform stuff that you've created when you have life happening to you. And so if we didn't do it perfect, it was just a downer. And then it would just, the theme of the night, snowball. But then that all came back full circle, you know, years later. It's like everybody went on their path that they decided was definitely it. And then we, we came back together. Do you remember how many conversations there were? Like, dude, we should get Electric Voodoo back together. Whoa, this is what it, it was called Electric Voodoo? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> we have one album on Bandcamp. Yeah. So it's still out there? You can find it. Self-titled album. Yeah. Bandcamp is where it is. Check it out and you can hear where it, Cosmonaut started. Is hey, it, one thing I wanted to kind of bring up about music and about what it means to us okay. is that we are all like kind of not religious people. Uh, we were raised uh, in a spiritual environment an emotional environment, but it was like, we didn't go to church, we didn't, you know, I'd probably been to church like two times in my life for Easter, and I like fell asleep, you know, and I feel like music was the one thing that anchored me to my sense of purpose, sure. my sense of being. Yeah. yeah. If, so there, if like, there is a religion that all of us follow, it's music. Yeah. yeah. For yeah. sure. And I think that's what makes it so deep for me and for us, and that's what makes us different, which... There's probably tons of people like that, but I just feel like that's what connects us, and that's what makes it so original, maybe in this this city or something, is that, like, we're very passionate in that sense that we are connected to it, like it's our religion, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like uh, that conversation we had about God being, you know, all those things you can't see, but the things you feel. Yeah. So it's like... You were, uh, you were here, and we were talking about this, but... It's like when you exercise your brain and your heart together and you you feel something, you feel love, you feel power, you feel just like all these different things and that is God. I was telling that him. That is was... music. That is the the way you feel when you love someone or you see something that's beautiful. It's it's just a feeling. And so, yeah, music Music provides that same feeling. Anything yeah. that makes your spine tingle or like makes you put you in a situation you've never been in. Yeah. Like, and you can experience that. Plus you're communicating so much more than words. Like you have an instrumental band, you know, like mm-hmm. all our music usually starts out instrumental. It just communicates such a vibe that is unexplainable. And this whole conversation came up because I started playing a gig, uh, at WashU for like this Catholic student center, and so I had to learn this set of, of Catholic tunes and contemporary Christian tunes. And I'm not Christian. Um, I I find myself as agnostic. Um, I don't mean to bring up religion in our interview thing, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was listening to this song and like, you know, the, the person was singing about connecting with God, but like, as I kept learning it and listening to it and listening to it and listening to it, I felt like, like. It was cool in the sense that they're yearning for that, like, that infinity, fucking, infinite love, like, unconditional, infinite love, that, like, when you hear these words, it doesn't, oh, it's, a, I can't describe it, but it's just, like, 
I feel like love is the face of God. And that's what I learned from learning these songs. Sure. Is that the feeling of love and the feeling of unconditional love is the one thing that really fucking fuels life. Yeah. Yeah. And the lack of it, you know, attracts it. Mm-hmm. And so that unconditional love that we have to music, to creating, to just living, that's 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 where that That's our muse, dude. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Shit. <laughs> that was beautiful, you guys. <laughs> I don't know what just happened. We pressed the joint, that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. I'm gonna I'm gonna end it on that. <laughs> <laughs> like that that was that was the perfect ending. I don't think it could have gone any better than that. And I really appreciate appreciate you guys uh for giving me your time to to talk and uh and to talk about your new album and to talk about your guys' life and and your experiences creating music and uh using those talents to to better the world and to fill the world with love and kindness and to do something good with uh with your spirits. Tommy loves you. Yeah. There you go. I love you, Johnny. Love you guys too. Good old suburban rap. I love you, man. <laughs> All right, thank you guys. We'll talk to you. Uh, we'll talk to you next time. We'll we'll we'll. You can find uh, all all of their music on Bandcamp right now, and uh, I think soon it's soon to uh, be on the rest of the platform. soon to be on the rest of the platform. So uh, listen uh, listen up and we'll follow up and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Cheers. Death clock waits for a chance to buy A hand strikes by with a slice to smile I set my soul rise on a trance to dive My splash is a vivid splice It arrives to life Shift the paradigm with existing trials The pattern resolution is a blistered hive I call the kettle black and I set up for a little less Cutting slack dress I attest to a black tie Well good evening Dan We've spent more than six months Trying to learn all we could about this country Which is now the target of federal investigations And the subject of an epic battle Between Wall Street billionaires that this is a wonderful way to earn a few hundred extra supplemental dollars a month. That is what we are selling. The reality. The reality is. We are selling. Drop down the number on your screen and call now. As the cloud of smoke arose from the broken, let it be known that the tribe here is spoken. Like poison, powered and potion, a tidal wave dies in the ocean. Movement like forward motion, your eyes are shut, but your mind is open. Take me to your leader with the mask of tyranny. Fast, I will clash with the flash, stop fearing me. Simply stated, I'm overrated, cause I tried to compensate for being outdated. Back to the start, we begin at the end. Watch me fade into oblivion. My illusion of freedom is only pretend. I'll send a message to claim and defend that intentions of shame. Blowing the wind, the face of a stranger, not of a friend. I on the inside, trying to the